Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your time. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hits Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. Interview with Red Sox pitcher Stephen Wright. You know he had been suspended for 80 games. He's eligible to come off the suspended list, which he was on for growth hormone releasing peptide 2, performance enhancing drug. Since March 6th, he's eligible to come off on Tuesday, which is going to be big news for the Red Sox, big news for Stephen Wright. He hasn't really talked at all since that suspension, what went down, how that affected him, how that affected his team, how he addressed his team, what it means for him going forward. is a lot to pick through when it comes to Stephen Wright's return, what Stephen Wright has gone through. Stephen was nice enough to sit down with the Bradfoe Show and go through it. Very, very honest conversation, one that you're not going to want to miss. Once again, thanks to our good friends at Lord Hobo for sponsoring us. Everyone go over to the brewery over at Woolburn. Big things coming. Big things coming in this podcast. We had Mookie Betts, Brian Bannister, Mike Napoli, and now the exclusive interview with Stephen Wright. A lot to get to in this interview, so let's get right to it. Stephen Wright, Boston Red Sox pitcher, here you go. All right, we're, we're graced with the presence of Stephen Wright. Stephen, <laughs> good to see your smiling face. Uh, it's good to see you, man. Oh. It's nice to be seen. Yeah, well, we're going to see a whole lot of you pretty soon here. So um, a lot been going on, and so uh, we wanted to get together, and, and the last time we saw you really was... Uh, oh man, it was probably the late February, early March, and then obviously you get suspended. And what I wanted to talk to you about was sort of the the, the path since then, um, starting when when you you find out about the suspension, and then your existence in Fort Myers, your existence around the team. I guess where I, one of the things I wanted to start with, Cora was asked about this the other day about you addressing the team. Said you did address the team, correct? Yeah. How was that difficult or I mean I think it was probably one of the most difficult things you know you ever had to do because you know I'm a big believer in, in clean baseball 
Um, I've been a big advocate pretty much my whole life about, you know, the drug testing and drug testing policies, and I never thought in a million years that I would be on the opposite side. But it's something that I probably should have done earlier. But, you know, kind of to sum up what I kind of, you know, told the guys, which I like to keep most of it private, was just like it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to get told you know it was like you know the fact that you find out that you tested positive for a banned substance you know is probably it's heart-wrenching you know it, it was for my i've been told a lot of terrible news in my in my career uh and nothing tops that you know and i feel like the the respect and the love that i have not only for for the organization for but for my teammates like we have a great thing going with boston you know, Alex is obviously, you know, leading leading the pack. But, I mean, we have a great group of veterans. We have a great group of young guys. Mm-hmm. And I and I felt like I needed to, to at least get up in front of them and kind of explain to them what happened, the process, and, and tell them my, my, you know, my apology for, for putting them through that because I know a lot of guys had to answer a lot of questions uh, that they don't need. It's a distraction, you know. And that's the one thing I've always advocated my entire career is don't be a distraction. You know, I want to just go out there and just play baseball and go home you know like I don't want to be in the center of attention I don't want to be a distraction I kind of just want to be present you know and and when you're a distraction like that it affects everybody not just the players not just the staff it affects Dombrowski it affects Raquel I mean it affects the minor leagues it affects the strength coaches because everybody's going to be asked about that you know And and it's something that I never ever would want to put on anybody and I just felt like, you know, it was my duty to at least give them a, you know, a, a somewhat of an explanation. Did as you feel like after you finished that, I don't, it's never, it was, probably wasn't an immediate weight off, but did you feel it was effective? Or do you, or do you think, you know, that's okay, th- this is going to be a work in progress? I think it's it's always going to be a work in progress. I think, you know, the, the respect is going to have to earn back. The trust is going to have to be earned back. You know, and that's something that I, you know, advocated that I'm going to spend the rest of my life, you know, earning the respect back, not just from them, but anybody that it has affected um, negatively, which is everybody that I know personally. Um, but I think I think it was I think it, I, I really think that the vibe was like, at least, you know, I got up there, I talked to them, you know, there were some questions that were asked. I tried to answer them as best as I possibly could. And, and I told him again, I was like, if anybody ever has a question about anything, I was like, I'm, I'm an open book to them in private. Uh, I definitely don't want to get too public with everything because, it, you know, it's a family, you know, and I feel like that has to stay. There's certain things that just need to stay within the clubhouse. Um, but I felt like it was a definitely big weight off my shoulders, um, you know, and it, but it was hard, man. I mean, it was probably the hardest thing to do is, is to get up there and talk about something in that nature. And then, so, you know, then I don't know how really it worked. I mean, next thing you know, we really didn't see you around a whole lot. I don't, and this was early March, right? Mm-hmm. And so how does that play out after? So, you know, I found out that I had the banned substance in my in my urine, uh, like, December 27th. Mm-hmm. You know, and I go through the whole appeal process and all that. And then when they, when they told me that I did not win my case – uh, the rules, I don't know verbatim what it says, but they, the team has the authority to send me to the minor league side, um, which I was fully expecting. Um, I wasn't caught by surprise at all, and I, and I was actually expecting that, you know, because it's, like I said, it's a distraction to have me there every day, and I don't want to take reps, and I don't want to take table time from the trainers because I know I'm not gonna, wasn't going to be able to help them for 80 games. Um, and so they just, you know, they called me in. They said, we're going to send me. So I literally just did everything just on the minor league side um 
and I just kind of stayed there when the team left. And why, you know, amping up to that, the moment where we found out, you know, we were focused on your knee, right? I mean, we were focused in, correct me if I'm wrong, but you had, even then, you know, I remember, Stephen, like, that we, when we talked to Dombrowski, when we talked to Core in the offseason, you're talking about the end of the bullpen. It was Brazier, Barnes, Wright, and Thornburg. Yeah. Those are the four guys. And heading into spring training, we kind of figured, okay, you know, you're on your way. You've yeah. had your time. But did, it, it, the knee was a little balky even at that time, wasn't it? Yeah, I was, you know, I had a pretty extensive clean out. You know, it wasn't just your typical go in there and take some stuff out. I mean, you're talking about in the offseason? In the offseason, yeah. Okay, November yeah, yeah. 11th, I had a, uh, my knee surgery, I had a, you know, a scope. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of scar tissue. A lot of there's they did a lot of work in there. They were in there for uh, a little over an hour, trying to you know kind of clean in and getting up to the best as my ability. And it was one of those things that you know I wanted to make sure that you know, and the team wanted to make sure that everything was going to progress right. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, it was, it was a slow process. And uh, you know, and not to lie, I mean, I kind of had an idea that I was going to be suspended, and. Mm-hmm. and it was, and so I was like, I kind of knew that it's like I don't want to push it too hard because if I don't want to have any setbacks through the the suspension process, mm-hmm. um, you know. But at the end of the day, like I felt it was really hard because I knew guys were talking about that, and I knew going into spring training what was going to be expected of me. Talking about your knee. Talking about just playing, like playing, without yeah. the suspension. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But I knew in the back of my mind that there was a very high chance that I was going to be suspended. Right. And that was the one thing that hit me the most was the fact that I knew that there was a very good chance that I'm not playing, and yet I was going to be expected. So, like, that was the another reason why I wanted to address the team because I let a lot of people down, including Dombrowski. And I, you know, apologized to him. You know, and, and that's, it's just words at some, at some point because of the fact that I got to go out there and I got to earn his respect back. I got to earn his trust back. Mm-hmm. And same with Alex and everybody else's because they were expecting me to be a help, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's going to be spot starting, whether it's going to be set up, long relief, whatever my role was going to be. They were counting on me to do that. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't there. So to they didn't provide. know. They didn't know till they didn't know. February. I, honestly, I don't know the exact date, but yeah. it was like once, once I knew around my appeal time when it was, um, you know, I wanted to tell Dombrowski right away, yeah. you know, and it was one of those, like, the process and everything that it was like, all right, I had to wait because it was more like the appeal and the sample B and all the how the, the, the testing goes. Mm-hmm. And so I honored that. And But then once I knew that I was, you know, having an appeal process and I knew my date and everything, I went up and I told Dave, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he. And that um, was when about, you think? I don't know, maybe two weeks. I don't even two know. Weeks, probably not even two weeks. Probably it wasn't much further before they, I found out. So like February, middle of February. Yeah, I don't even know when I found out. To be yeah. honest with okay. you. But it was a, it was at least it was about a, like five or six days before. Okay. Okay. And so you don't you go to the minor league side, and so living that existence throughout March, it, it must have been probably tougher than even like let's say april because guys are around right it's it's a little awkward it, you know like i felt like I, you know i just i just kept my distance to be honest with you. Dude, it was yeah. intentional like because i know a lot of guys were pissed off you know and i respected uh, all those guys and i told them all those guys that i'm like i respect you like 
you know, but and it was as cordial as it could be. You know, it wasn't no disrespect in anybody. Like, nobody was mean to me. Everybody was still, but it's like I didn't want to be in the way, even on the minor league side. Like, I told the guys, I was like, I want the times where nobody's going to be on the table. I want the times to where, you know, I'm not going to be in the way because these guys are getting ready to go out there and, and perform, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm going to be down here. Mm-hmm. And so, and the team was great about it. Like, the team, like, the, the, my times, and that's kind of why I was, wasn't really seen. It was because I was always going in the off times because mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure, and that's what I specifically told, you know, the you know the trainers on both sides, and they were and Brad Pearson was great about that with Jamie, and they were like, okay, that's fine, because I still was working with some of the trainers, you know, and, and they were kind of like convert, like transferring it over to the guys that I was going to be working with with Kevin mm-hmm. uh, down in Fort Myers. And so we did a good, they did a really good job because I was like, I, the last thing I want to do is be on the table when somebody else that's going to be breaking camp or fighting for a job mm-hmm. needs the table. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that was kind of the process of me being on the other side is like, just stay out of the way, you know. How do you, so what do you do in April? Like what? I just stayed in extended. Are you, you still? Know, I just, you yeah, I just stayed Myers? down. I just stayed in Fort Myers. Uh, I, I'm not sure the exact rules on if I could have gone home or not, but for me, like I wanted to work. I was making great gains with my knee. The yeah. training staff down there was phenomenal. Uh, the communication between you know Jamie and Brad and Dr. Asnes and Paul and those guys up in Boston was great with the guys down in Fort Myers, uh, Dave, uh, Eric, and uh, Kevin, and you know same with the strength and conditioning. And to me, it's like you know like. At the end of the day, like, I did it to myself. You know, I put myself in a position to, to get a banned substance. Like, I don't know exactly how, but I'd somewhere I messed up. So it was like, it's on me. So, like, I didn't want to, like, think that I can just go home and hang out. Mm-hmm. I wanted to stay there and work, you know. And, and, and I'm glad that I did because, you know, we made a lot of gains. We were able to kind of slow things down a little bit because knowing that we had yeah. three months um, to, to work on it. And uh, so, yeah, I just stay down and just – continue to basically work out and get ready what how about you when did your it seems like so far knock on wood your knees okay yeah i mean it's never going to be 100 yeah. percent, but it's it's a lot better than it was and it's able to you're able to perform on it yeah. um when did that sort of take a turn for the better i guess uh i mean knock on wood like you said i mean it's been pretty good like the whole time like really? we've kind of you know, we kind of revisited the workouts, the, you know, the running. Like, the only time I run is on the field, filling my position, which I'm able to do. Uh, we did it. We didn't do it a lot down there, but mm-hmm. we made sure that I could do it. I mean, obviously, uh, I need to be able to back up bases and cover first and bunts and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of my cardio is, is, is on a stationary bike or on, a, like, an elliptical uh, my lifting has been pretty precise on what I can do to, because the biggest issue that I had last year was infusion. Like my knee just kept swelling, mm-hmm. um, and so that was obviously there was, when they went in there to, to, to for the scope. It there was they had reasons why, and they knew why it was infused. Um, and so for this, you know, this time was just like you know minimal. You know, face it, I'm a pitcher. You know, like what. You know what do I really need to run for? I don't need. Right. To, I don't need this to jump. I need this to isn't like Pedroia. I mean, it's not like Pedroia, right, you know. Right. And it's like it's one of those things. Like I don't need to to go every single day and, and run down baseballs. And that's the thing with being a position player is that not only are you doing it on the field, but then you got to go to the plate and you got to turn on a fastball and puts a lot of torque on the knee. Mm-hmm. Then you got to run, and it's like and, and you got to do it every single day. Yeah. You know, I got to stand there and throw a baseball. You know, and and it does put a lot of force on my knee. 
but it's not as much as a guy that's going out there and running and cutting. Like I just don't, I just don't cut that much, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's it's it was literally like all of us, you know, between the you know the the medical side, the trainers, the strength coaches, uh, myself, the pitching coaches with Dana, and we all kind of figured out, okay, what do I need to do? What are my necessities? And it becomes more risk versus reward, mm-hmm. you know. Like if it's a high risk but low reward, all right, we're gonna nix that. You know, if it's a low risk, high reward, that's what we're going to do. And we're just going to, you know, be religious about that. How have you, since since you pitched in games, you look at back at the numbers last year, and I keep saying this, I mean, this is, you were really, really good. Yeah. You're really good as in that role. Do you feel the same? Do you feel like you're better? Do you feel like, how it's, do you it's, feel? It's hard to say. I mean, it's, it's I'm still obviously working because the hardest thing is like, yeah, I had a lot of time off. But a lot of it was still rehab. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel pretty good right now. Uh, mechanically, I'm getting better. I feel like every single day, and it's really hard to say. It's been a long time since I've been in, you know, in a big league game. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, like every you know, every day I've come out here and I'm working. Like that's one thing that, you know, I've never stopped doing, and I don't think I ever will for the rest of my life. Is I want to try to work. You know, mm-hmm. I just I like working. I well, like working listen, out. I mean, it's you've come a long way. That's yeah. not a big, forget this. Yeah. So, like it's your story is a good one in terms of how far you've come yeah. from the time you were a shortstop or whatever yeah. you were to pick catcher, up a yeah. catcher. Yeah, yeah, and, and that yeah. So that's like for me, like I just I, I feel like I can always get better. You know, I don't yeah. feel like I'm ever going to be good enough. You know, yeah. and I think that that's something that has helped me get to this point and keep me here is because I know I can always get better, and that's what I'm going to continue to do. You know, and to say that I'm ready, I mean I'm, I'm as ready as I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. I won't know until I actually get out there and start doing it. How is it, how has this three months changed you? Has it? It has. I mean, it made me appreciate you know just just the game. It kind of helped me slow things down, put a lot of things in perspective. Um, you know, and it's just one of those things like this game. It, it, it can come and go faster than a lot of people you know know. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's just like I got to be a little bit more accountable on what I do, a little bit more careful, mm-hmm. so to say. I mean, I was. Always a type that like I never wanted to do anything illegal, but I wasn't really cautious either. Like I wasn't like, you know, which I should have been. Mm. And obviously now with the banned substance list uh, thing coming up in my urine, but I think at the end of the day, it's like it just made me kind of get a little bit closer to my family, a little bit closer to my faith, and it just really helped slow things down for me because and, and learn that it's like I still have to go out there and be accountable for what I did. But at the end of the day, it's like I can't change it now. Like I can't look back and say, oh, man, I should have done this. I shouldn't have done that because what's done is done. Mm -hmm. All I can do is prepare for today. Mm -hmm. And when tomorrow comes, I'll be prepared for tomorrow. So as we're talking, you're sort of on the cusp of rejoining the team. Are you nervous at all? I mean, nervous can be different levels of nervousness in terms of nervous about pitching, nervous about walking in that clubhouse, nervous about all of it. Are you nervous? I mean, I'm always nervous, but yeah, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, I'm definitely nervous, man, because when you're away for as long as I've been away, it's one of those out of sight, out of mind type things, um, you know, and, and it's still, I, I'm going to go back into a clubhouse that I have to earn the respect of those guys, you know, not, and, and not just, you know, Chris Sale and Rick Purcello and DP, like I have to earn the respect of all of them, the staff, the strength coaches, everybody, you know, and it's one of those things that I'm going to just go up there and I'm going to try to do it as best as I can. 
Um, you know, I still got to get my work in. Uh, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been, you know, I'm nervous. You know, I've been looking forward to this day mm. for a long time. But at the end of the day, I was like, I'm like, it's, it's almost, I wouldn't say I'm scared. I was like, but there's a lot of nerves because there's a lot more that comes into just, oh, I'm going to go back to the big leagues and pitch. It's not that simple. Mm. It's not like I'm getting called up, <laughs> you know, like I'm going back into a situation that I've ruined for myself. Mm. And so it's like, now I got to try to make it better. And I think the only way I can do that is go up there you know, do my best, you know, hopefully be successful. And then hopefully over time, things will get back to, you know, as close to normal as they possibly can. So now I ask you the nervous question, the excitement, the excited question is also part of this whole Absolutely. thing, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, you're getting to go back to play Major League Baseball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, I think there's a lot of emotions that go into everything, you know, not only for myself, but for my family. Um, Because it's been hard, just as hard for them as it's been for me trying to explain to a six and a three-year-old why we're living in a hotel and why, you know, we can't be in Boston at Wally's house. You know, we're in Paul's and Sox's house, which they enjoy just being with me, but they don't understand, like, why we can't stay in Boston, you know. So it'll be nice to kind of get back to a somewhat normal life for them as well. But yeah, it's it's, it's exciting. It's, it brings a little bit more normality to to our lives instead of all this traveling. But you know, it, it, I think there's so much emotions that go into it. It's hard to kind of pinpoint. But you know, I'm always nervous no matter what I do, no matter what situation I am. I was like, that's just my 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 persona. But yeah, I think there's excitement, nervousness, and 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 just like. I mean, I'm thrilled to be able to get back and to, to play Major League Baseball. Well, there you go to get to go to London, too. There you yeah, go. I mean, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, that's something that I look forward to when they announced <laughs> it last year. So <laughs> You and me both. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, hey, listen, I know it's been a journey for you, and I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, anything Always for you. To talk to you. Anything so. for you. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> All right, thanks. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nano-spray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Enjoy the show from wherever you are with the MLB app. 
Download for free to gain access to in-game highlights, pitch-by-pitch features, and more. All from your mobile devices. Show support for your favorite team with customizable MLB club-branded icons. And tune in to exclusive premium content for every team in the league. Baseball is everywhere with the MLB app. The number one source of live baseball on your Apple and Android devices is the official app of Major League Baseball. Download the MLB app today. Additional subscriptions may be required.